This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, the Bird Show. Just going to go ahead and assume that you've already dropped the kids off at school here. So <laughs> if you have kids in the car, look, if I was in my car right now with my kids and we started talking about this, I'd be really angry if you didn't get like a disclaimer. So there it is. Big disclaimer. Huge. Huge. Massive. That, that's where we're well, going. Well, not that oh. massive. Well, oh, really? Oh. Not the ones I saw. <laughs> okay, maybe I was watching on a bigger TV. <laughs> I want to set out the gate. Abby, I am livid at you. Uh-huh, you should Because be. you're the one who brought it to the show. Yeah. I'm just doing my job. Yeah. And Bert, yep. I am livid at you. For requesting we watch so we could have this conversation. I am genuinely a curious person. And when Abby has something in the entertainment buzz that is becoming big in pop culture, then it is my responsibility, it is our responsibility Mm -hmm. to be able to talk about it. So how many Taylor Swift songs have you listened to? Uh, Today? (laughs) (laughs) Only if it involves nudity, Abby. (laughs) So the show we have been talking about has been a hit in Europe for six or seven years. And it's on like regular television there. No, it's not. BBC One, mm-hmm. 11 o'clock at night. It's, so what? It's, it's yeah. their cape, right. So it's in those hours after you're allowed to have that kind of stuff but on. But it's like major network. I don't think you have to subscribe to BBC One, but wow. it's on Netflix now. They brought it over here. <laughs> no, it's on Max. That's, that's right. That's right. Uh, HBO Max. So it's called uh, Naked Attraction. And I was telling these guys yesterday when Abby brought it up in the entertainment buzz that I was very curious to see what an all-naked dating show looked like. Yeah, explain, Abby, the premise of the show. So Naked Attraction is a show where bachelors and bachelorettes come on and they choose a date based off of their naked body. They have them line up and what kind of look like... Barbie doll boxes, mm-hmm. and they l- slowly lift up a covering to show different parts of the the potential suitors. It is not slow. <laughs> Out the gate. Mm-hmm. They're like, okay, let's lift the box. And they raise it all the way to their waist, and there you see all of the nether yeah. regions. Yeah, exactly. Immediate PP action. And, <laughs> and this is not, so let me just set the tone for you guys that haven't watched it yet. Uh, so they're in a huge studio together, and there's um, a woman that is is sitting there or standing there looking at these boxes, and the door comes right up, as I tried to explain yesterday, just to their waist. So all of their junk is just hanging out. You don't see anything except their junk. And she's commenting on their junk. Sometimes she is very complimentary. Other times she is not. And then the host will bring her up. That's the issue. Like six inches from the dude's junk. And as they are critiquing the junk, they are down like... They, uh-huh. they are. No, come on. I, I'm they're not even kneeling lying. over. They're, they're, they're kneeling like a player that's really, really tired on yeah. the basketball court. Yes, yes. They're like... 
leaning over like that and inspecting it, not touching it or anything, but just going, I mean, just critiquing I've never had one that's circumcised before. What? (laughs) So the host is like, which one would you like to see more of? And all the boxes are different colors. Mm -hmm. And she's like, I'm intrigued by yellow. Do, 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 over yeah. to yellow. And they're like, And hmm. just gets right up on it, right up under that thing. I mean, right there. Oh, he has a mole there. One guy had a a, a tattoo of yeah. elephant ears around his trunk. What? Yeah, he had a tattoo of yeah. elephant ears, and <laughs> the junk was the trunk. Oh, come on. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> going home with you if you have done that. <laughs> Just for the story. But so I'm, every guy knows when it's his turn to be critiqued. He's, he's well really. aware. No? No, yeah. so they're all in these different boxes that have different colors. So she'll say like, okay, I'd really like to check out Orange's box. Okay. Right. Okay. okay. So they go over now, there and start looking. So okay. They, and everybody has to turn around because they have to show off their butt as well. <laughs> that, God bless that hairy butt. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> now you know why I hate body hair so much. And then they turn back around and she has to kick somebody out immediately. Not seeing their face, not seeing, hearing their voice, knowing nothing about their personality, only based on the waist down. So some of these dudes have like, aren't very well manicured. They've been kicked out for that reason. Okay. And then when she kicks them out, the door raises and then they come out naked they give her like a hug <laughs> while they're naked. Or naked hugs. You got to show your face after you get yeah. kicked out. Yep. And you have to like take the like... The they walk say, of shame? Yeah, the walk of shame. And then yep. the camera <laughs> pans onto their asses as they're leaving the studio. Always, yes. I wish it was like a trap door. Like, if you're saying no to me, I wish the floor just went. <laughs> exactly. Right. So and now, never be seen again. Yes. So I'm sitting here watching this. And I'm like, I hope my husband doesn't walk in because there's just a panel of paint on my TV, right? You, you think you had problems. So uh, Tiffany, my fiance, and her daughter were at like some cheerleading practice. And I didn't know when they were coming home. And I'm in the living room watching this. <laughs> I'm glued. Like, I can't leave here because if I leave and pause it and they come in and see this, I'm in big trouble. Okay. Yes. So now the boxes lift all the way up. So you see the full body. So you see from head down, right? She gets to see all of them. And now you see the face, you see the chest, you see everything, right? And there's still a couple of men to choose from at this oh, point. Oh, yeah, there's still mm-hmm. five because okay. you started with six or whatever. Okay. Then she, they, then she deletes somebody else just based on their face, right? And then they speak and she hears them speak. And then she deletes somebody else. And then you're left to two and those two walk out. And they're standing there with the ho- the butt naked, standing there with the host. Then she has to go get naked and come out. So now she's standing there naked, and they're standing there naked, and she makes her final choice. Uh-huh. It's so and shocking then because so many naked hugs. Yeah, it, it's so shocking because when you see full frontal nudity in a movie, it's usually very very quick, yes. right? This is all right there, and the camera is panning close, circumcised, not circumcised, bushy, not bushy. It is right in your face the entire time, and you. You checked out after the first one, but the second one. Oh no, I I watched the full episode. Oh, you did with the mm-hmm. the woman who came out who was bi. So now you have men and women who are <laughs> oh, in the boxes. Okay, they are right up close to women's parts also, and then they start explaining exactly. Why how- I never seen nipples that light before. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you can't even tell she has areolas. <laughs> yeah. And she gets like down in that crouching position, is checking the women's uh, private areas out. <laughs> I can't also, and ju- it's like a pageant. It's almost like a pageant. No, it feels like a dog show because they're <laughs> yes. talking about them so objectively that like, you're like, 
You know this is the person, right? Right there. The line I loved yesterday more than anything else as one of the girls got picked. She said, oh, it's so refreshing just to be picked on my looks alone and not what I'm saying. (laughs) I'm like, what? 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 Said no one ever? (laughs) So my question for all of you after watching the show, um, it it was just the way they were talking about the body parts and bushes. It was just bananas to me. Would you rather... Get kicked out for your junk or your face or your face. My, my junk. Face. My face. My junk. Oh. My face. Really? Really? Yes. You'd rather get kicked out for your face? Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 That's what people see every day. <laughs> I can talk my way into getting into an intimate situation with you with an with this face, right? Uh, when all when push comes to shove, if you got a nasty looking junk, that's there's no turning back. I don't know why, but that's so much more offensive. Yeah. Really? Yes, um, absolutely. I felt like if you kept my body and then you saw my face and you're like, mm, no, 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 out of yeah. here. Yeah. I couldn't. Okay. It's, it's probably because so much ego is wrapped into that part for a man. Oh, okay. Yeah, for that's sure. probably what it is. And I, there, are some, there were some ugly junk. I was really, I told these guys in the studio, me and my junk were watching it and I'm like, hey, guy, so we got it pretty good. Like, well, we ain't so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I had a one-on-one. Yeah. It's a gender split because I'm with these guys. I'd rather be kicked out from my junk. Yes. Than my, than my face. But my question is to the ladies, <laughs> how do mm-hmm. I phrase this? Would you prefer a man's face or over his junk? Like, if you have a nice face, I don't care what your junk looks like. That's what my preference is. Well, the problem with the show is you see the junk first, so you can't decide. Right. I know, but I'm saying, like, men are like, you know, I'd rather get kicked out over my face than my junk. But I'm like, if all women are like, hey, we care about your face more than your junk, does that change how you guys feel? Oh, does it change how you feel about your junk, that we're more concerned with your face? No. Okay. Don't matter. Dude, that one dude that was next to the other guy, there were some, there were some gentlemen who were definitely more endowed than others. And then when the last two had to walk out the box, and let's just let, let's just be like, one was a white dude mm-hmm. and one was a black dude. And let's just say the white guy wasn't packing as much as the black guy. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't even close. It wasn't even close. <laughs> and when they came out, the white guy looked down and was like, yeah, I'm not getting picked. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wonder that. Like, if dudes get there, look at other dudes yeah. and go, this was a bad idea. Yeah, so yeah. The, the dude that got picked first was the one with the most impressive junk. Mm-hmm. So they went through 20 minutes, and I think she knew in the first 30 seconds she who she was going with. <laughs> <laughs> and because yeah, that's why, were you joking about his prosthetic leg? Yeah, because this yeah. dude has a prosthetic leg, but his junk was so long that I was joking with Kristen on Instagram is that they took the leg off and sewed it to his waist. <laughs> 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 it's the most bizarre show ever. Ooh. So, uh, yeah, it's there's so many angles on it. But some of it's kind of educational, too. Like It was. like, really? like They for- give statistics on exactly what is average and what's not, which will make you probably feel better about yourself if you're a dude. The woman's bush and the pheromones did not know about that. Me neither. It also just <laughs> opens up an entire Pandora's box of insecurities that I now have because you get to hear people's oddly specific things that they want out of bodies. And so things that I wouldn't have even thought to be insecure about, now I'm insecure about. <laughs> Because they're lifting up the box and they're looking at the women like, mm, even though she's got great legs, uh, her her boobs are asymmetrical. I can't do that. And I'm like, really? <laughs> That's it? I will say that I was very impressed with my short kings on that show, though, man. <laughs> very impressed with those dudes. One guy came out and he was like 5'6", and he was a model. And you would have never assumed that 
that was attached so. to that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you're looking at him in street clothes, you would have never assumed that. Uh, good morning, Mo. You're on the Burt Show. Hi. Hey, so I was watching yesterday. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. And the first guy with the elephant trunk, um, <laughs> I was wondering how the guys would react to being judged. And when he got chosen, if y'all saw the flash, the elephant trunk started to rise. Oh, oh come on. I don't think I saw that. <laughs> you were watching it closely. <laughs> did not see that. It is I was so, like, whoa. Dude, whoa. when they're standing in the boxes and the guys don't know what to do with their hands, so they're like scratching their leg and doing like things. And like seeing, so like when they scratch, their their thing is like. <laughs> Dude, it is. You got to at least watch one episode. Episode oh. I, I'm like one and a half in, and I'm kind of over. Now it's the same thing over and over yeah, again. But for shock value, you really should just watch one episode. You will feel much better about your body. L- it, listen, the body is a beautiful thing. There is nothing not to be always. ashamed of. Not always. Not, <laughs> if, not if your boobs are asymmetrical. <laughs> hey, the Bird Show. Let's get Leah on here. Um, Leah and her best friend stop being friends because I think that her best friend Morgan. I just didn't like Leah's boyfriend. I um, mean, she was very vocal about it. So she hasn't been hanging out with her best friend and wants us to try to intervene and get her some help. Hey, Leah. Hey, good morning. Good morning. How okay, so tell me about the best friendship. Tell us all about the relationship. Where it started to go sideways. Right. When's the last time you guys talked? Yeah. I mean, well, Morgan, I mean, she and I go back. I mean, God, we've been friends since elementary school, I guess. I mean, she's one of my best friends. And, um... You know, I was very excited to introduce her to uh, my boyfriend, Adam. You know, I've been dating about six months. And I don't know, they just did not hit it off. And at first I thought, you know, okay, no big deal. Um, they'll get to like each other over time. But then at a certain, like, not long into it, she's like, look, he's bad for you. I don't like him. And I'm like, well, I like him. What do you mean? I mean, you don't have to, like, really like him. I like him. <laughs> and she just said that she would prefer not to have anything to do with him, which I thought was really harsh. I'm like, well, that stinks. You know, like, what about I mean, life? I mean, life's going to happen. You guys are going to see each other. You're my two close people. And so she just kind of started pulling away and said, you know, I just don't like him. I just don't want to be around him. And she won't even talk to him, like, Adam has been trying to, he, he doesn't know why he says, he's like, I would like to start over with her. Can you tell her that, you know, can I take her to dinner and start, just talk to her and just hear what she doesn't like? Maybe there's something, you know, he doesn't know what he did to offend her. So he wants to talk it out, but she, she won't respond to that idea. She won't respond to him at all. She doesn't really respond to me. She just changes the subject and barely, barely calls me back these days. So, um, yeah, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> it's weird. It's not like Morgan. I mean, she doesn't love everybody I've ever dated, but. I feel like there's some, is there a history? <coughs> Excuse me. Turns out <coughs> eating coconut right before you go on the air is not a good idea. Um, <laughs> is, was, is there a history here that you don't know about maybe? That like, why would I she mean, react in such a way that she's just like, I don't like them. I don't want to be around them without any kind of obvious conflict at all. Yeah, I mean, I, not that I know of, you know, no one's told me about it. I wish they would if they had, you know, just think that's my business too at this point, but I'm not sure why, yeah, I, 
Yeah, it's a little weird, right? So she has a problem with him, but she will not elaborate what the problem is. Well, I mean, she, she, you know, think, said she thinks he's a jerk. And um, <laughs> she doesn't like, you know, he, he can be, he can talk a lot. He can, um, you know, joke around a lot, which I rather like a lot. <laughs> uh-huh. But uh, she, I don't think, appreciates. If I had to guess something, I think it's, I think it's the amount, maybe the amount of talking or. And he does want um, to, he does want to work on this, wants to take her out to dinner, but she is flat out refusing. I give kudos to him for wanting to fix it. But I, I also wonder if she was willing to just cut you off like this for absolutely no reason. I, I, oh, what you believe is no reason. I get missing a friend, but, but why would you even want to be back in that friendship? Hmm. Well, I hear your, I hear you. I hear your point, but she and I. I don't know. She's a close one. Like, I can't just, I don't know how to just let her go like that. That this just seems like a weird superficial thing. I mean, if that's truly, if it's truly like nothing and yeah, you want to find a solution. Well, something's just not adding up. Something's just not adding up because if I have a best friend and I go out, we're all hanging out and I'm not a huge fan of his girlfriend. I'm not going to cut him off. I'm going to say, dude, are you sure? Yeah, that seems extreme. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Right. And then when they say, yes, I'm sure you just shut up and. Work through it. <laughs> you said that he likes to joke. Did he say something offensive to her that she has verbalized to you? Well, nothing that she's verbalized to me or him. You know, I think that's one of the things he wants to ask her. It's like, what What did I do? What did I say? And I think that's only you fair. Know? Like, you can't fix a yeah. problem unless you know what the problem is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Leah, has she been like this with your past boyfriends? Like, is this kind of a pattern for her to kind of get weird when you get in a relationship? She can get a little weird, and she... um she can also like be yeah judgmental for sure of them, but she's never like just pulled back like this. This is the first time that she's gone this far. And this is a you best. Know? This is a best friend of yours. Yeah, yeah. When we go back, we have years and years on our belt together. Like person I don't want to lose. All right, so let's give you some some closure here, at least some answers, because Tommy reached out to Morgan, the best friend, asked what's going on, and he got a response back. So if you give us a couple of minutes here, we will read that to you, and at least you'll have a little bit of clarity, okay? Okay, all right. All right, we'll do that next on The Bird Show. Hey, The Bird Show. Something doesn't smell right here at all. You just don't ghost a best friend because you meet the boyfriend one time and you're not like real down with him. You just don't end a best friendship over that. You wouldn't think so. Leah, how many times do you think your boyfriend and your best friend have interacted? Hey, I would say a handful. Okay. Yeah. All right, so, but he hasn't, as far as you know, done something so offensive that she's just like, oh, I just, no way am I gonna, like he didn't try to grab her ass or something. No, I don't know. God, no. I mean, funny you mention ass. No. I'm sorry. <laughs> funny you mention ass. Ooh. Hmm. Hmm. You'll I, see. I don't know where you're going with it. You'll see. Uh, all right, Leah. So obviously, this has something what? to do with somebody's ass. Um. So, <laughs> Tommy reached out to your best friend Morgan and yeah. asked her about this whole situation. And Tommy, our show director, can take it from here. Yep. And she sent me an email back, and she says, "Thanks for reaching out on their behalf." Can't believe they recruited a radio show to play the role of a mediator. Always looking for attention, I guess. Shots have been fired. Yep. Look, I'll keep it real with you. 
My issues with Adam aren't just born out of thin air. Every encounter I've had with him has shown him to be an ass. His entire personality leaves a lot to be desired. However, I have specific examples. Like the time we all went out to dinner to celebrate a birthday for a friend. As the gifts were opened, he made fun of every single gift and the person who purchased them. All right, hit pause. Leah, do you remember this incident? Is this is this um, accurate? Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I remember that birthday party, and he, yeah, he was, he was, you know, he was on a roll. He, he has a good sense of humor. Okay. Another time at a friend's house, he interrupted everyone and kept trying to one up every story someone had. Do you remember uh, that? Um, I don't know. I, I mean, I remember. I, I can maybe know what she's talking about, but... Nobody likes that person. <laughs> always tries to one-up. The straw that broke the camel's back for me was when he insulted my father. Mm. I invited oh. Leah and Adam to my dad's retirement party. Right after a toast was given by my dad's co-worker, Adam made a pretty insulting joke about my dad's choice in career. It was rude and awkward. Did you overhear that? I don't remember that. Um, I remember going to her dad's party for sure. I thought we had a great time. I mean, oh, that's God. that. I mean, that's that. Obviously, that's the one that's going to hurt yeah. the most if he said something disrespectful about her dad. Which yeah. I, which obviously you know, because you you've both been friends since you were kids. I know. Uh, I can understand that completely, but like. He jokes. He's joking. He doesn't. He's not serious. He doesn't mean it. It's, he, he jokes. He and, makes me laugh like that. And that's great, Leah. But one person's yeah. joke may be another person's insult. Especially in twenty twenty three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so here's what she said about you, Leah. As for Leah, it stings. You know, we've been friends for years. To be tossed aside for a guy, especially that guy. It's kind of unforgivable. I thought our friendship was made of sturdier stuff. So, about the dinner, it's a hard pass for me. I genuinely hope she's happy with her choices. We all make them and live with the consequences after all. Morgan. All right, Leah, the first thing yeah. I would say to Morgan is grow the F up. Um, that's what I should be saying to her. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, is that, look, if she's got a problem with this dude and she was insulted by something that he said about the gifts and the, the father, I understand that. You guys are best friends. Come to you and say that. Just don't cut off your best friend. And there's something else going on here also because that, like Kristen said, the 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 shot she fired in the beginning here, always looking for attention, I guess. There's something more going on between the two of you guys right. and their relationship. Well, I think I she's mean, talking why did you about, do that? I think she's talking about Adam and how he always tried to one up every story. I think she thinks he's an attention whore. No, it says can't believe they've recruited a radio show to play the role of mediator, always mm -hmm. looking for attention, I guess. So that's a shot at Leah. It's a shot at the couple. Yeah, but it she feels like a shot at me. Yeah. She also said something that I was going to ask in the first part, but I was like, oh, maybe she's really bringing more about Morgan than like their friendship. She said that she felt like she was tossed aside for this guy. So, Leah, do you feel like you detached once you started dating Adam to where maybe you, she felt like you were doing what you're accusing Morgan of doing and cutting her off? 
Well, I didn't feel like I was cutting her off. I mean, I certainly probably spent less time with her because she was expressing that she didn't like my boyfriend. So I'm not going to force her to hang out with him. But mm-hmm. I mean, and when you get closer to somebody, you know, you start spending time, more time with them. So I'm sure I've spent less time. I spent less time with her, but I feel like that's understandable. You and, know, and, and I'm it, still it, making time for her. It's, it's it underst- to be separate time. <laughs> it's understandable. I'm going to come to Morgan's defense here for a second. She didn't want to go into specifics. She told you she doesn't like the guy and she doesn't want to hang out with him. And she has her reasons and that should be yeah. respected. I, I, I get that Morgan has her, her feelings, but I'm I'm with Bert on if this is your best friend, your absolute best friend. I feel like this is a conversation. Either way, I feel like she should have spoke to you about it. And if y'all couldn't come to an agreement, then I get her having to go her separate ways. But to just leave you hanging and expect you to understand everything that she's not even speaking to. I think you just got to cut your losses there. But this is one of the times on the Berg Show that just drives me crazy when we define best friend. that You, you can't just throw away a breast, a best fr- a breast friendship. <laughs> that sounds fun. Uh, a best friendship uh, on something like this. This is not a best friend. They did have conversations, and, and Morgan expressed herself multiple times to Leah that I don't like this guy. She didn't want to get into the specifics of it, which is well within her right. And Leah and he kept pushing, wanting her to have dinner. And she said she didn't want to have dinner. So I, I, I feel like this is one of those issues where I would like to hear both sides of the story. Because I feel like Morgan has expressed herself to her friend. I don't like this guy. I don't want to be around him. And there's, he's not coming back from this, Leah. So I think you guys can still maintain a friendship. He's just not going to be able to be a part of it. Here is a virtual listener, Angie, that wants in on this. Hey, Angie. Good morning. I love you guys. Thank you. Love love you too. I say that reluctantly because I just don't know you. <laughs> it's all What's good. Up? It's all good. I had a best friend like this for over 10 years. And when I got with my fiance, she was not happy about it because she was single and wanted me to be single. So if I didn't fit her narrative, then I wasn't worth mm. anything to her. Mm. So we're no longer friends. Mm, it sucks. <laughs> hey, Leah, jump okay. on the phone and talk to your best friend. I mean, if this is a best friend, I think the friendship is worth saving you guys say no i think it's worth i think it's worth saving i think part of it is that morgan maybe felt discarded for a guy that she simply doesn't like and was kind of taking that out on her by detaching and now everything's kind of falling apart but now everything's out in the open you know exactly what her issues are she's not going to like him she's not going to go to dinner with him so now you have to figure out how you want to proceed so have that talk with her and then fill us in on exactly what happened okay I will. Thank you so much, you guys. Really appreciate uh, your reaching out and getting some answers. You're welcome. I, I just feel like a best friendship is worth saving. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Take mm-hmm. a, a couple more conversations before you totally uh, separate here. The Bird Show. All right, so as a new mother, when you are a mom and you have a new mother in your life, do you volunteer info or do you wait for the new mom to come to you? Here's the thing. So I know the rule on the show has kind of been worry about yourself. You know, don't get involved in other people's parenting. That's not how I roll. That's just not me. Um, and I, I don't judge based on like dumb stuff. I only ever step in if I feel like I have scientific evidence that that is dangerous to a child and you may not realize it um, because I care about my friends and I care about kids and I care about strangers. I'll like comment on people's TikToks. I'm like, do you know that's a strangulation hazard? Just FYI, here's the article. Do I you will, really? Yes, I will do that because people, it's unfair. There is so much stuff to learn as a new parent and there are so many products that are sold without the right 
information or things that shouldn't be sold, like crib bumpers, for instance, uh, and padding inside cribs, huge suffocation hazard. That stuff shouldn't be sold, and yet it is. Amber teething necklaces. Kids get strangled and die from those more often than you would think, but there are no warning labels. Like, it's not something, as a mom, you would know. You would just go buy that from the store because it's being sold. So, of course, you would assume that it's safe for your child. So if I have this information, I do it nicely. I don't, I literally don't judge the parents at all. There's too much information for you to possibly know. But I'd be like, hey, just a heads up. The American Academy of Pediatrics recommends we, like moms don't use, or parents don't use those um, because it's resulted in, in child death. You know, and then they can do what they want with that information. Like, hey, you know, they say don't sleep with a pacifier attached to the baby um, because it could strangle them while they sleep. Things like that. Just so they have the information because, again, too much to find out. I have a friend who's having a baby. She's going to be a first-time mom. And to give you some context, I'm close enough. Uh, we've been friends since high school. I'm close enough to be invited to her gender reveal, but not close where we would send each other, like, TikToks and memes every day. I feel like you, you, you understand that's how I can define the friendship. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, if we're close, you're going to get TikToks and memes from me. And if we're not, we'll, like, keep in touch and grab lunch and stuff like that. I really admire her. She's super smart. She's successful. She's driven. She's what I would call a powerhouse. And I don't use that lightly. And I mean that to mean like she is a very capable, smart adult. There is something on her baby registry that I thought was super cool. And I looked to go buy it for myself because I wanted it. And I'm being intentionally vague here because I don't want Mm -hmm. anyone to feel called out. And I did some research and I found out this thing is dangerous and not recommended for use and should not be used. And so now I'm like at a point where do I, you know, the the first contact I've had with this person is like, hey, I'm pregnant. And then gender party like or gender reveal party is a state. Nothing in between. Haven't really chatted much about the pregnancy. Do I say something or do I assume that she has done the research and decided to move forward with this item anyway? Which seems like Mm -hmm. I don't want to say out of character. It just doesn't seem like something somebody would do. Um, hmm. Because I've definitely had people slide into my DMs and tell me what I was doing was harming my child. That, I mean, that happened constantly when, when Jimmy was younger. That was from me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't hide it very well. Was it from your burner account? Yeah. <laughs> no. I sent it from Birch over. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's what I try to keep an account. Like, I know people don't like unsolicited advice, and I totally yeah. respect that. I, I really do. But this is like a first time brand new mom. So I'm like, would it be helpful? And I was a first-time brand-new mom, and I got that stuff. And being in the game a little longer now, I wouldn't take it as personally. But then, because you're so consumed with trying to be the best parent you can be and you haven't even had the baby yet, um, those comments don't always get received well. At least they didn't on my behalf. Plus, you're also hormonal. Mm-hmm. Um, and and it just, it, it didn't... Uh, I don't think it accomplished what the person thought it was accomplishing. Now, for this person, and depending on how dangerous this item is, be like, hey, I was checking out your registry to buy a gift, and I saw this. I just wanted to forward you this article in case you hadn't seen it. That would be good. So, yeah, and let me be clear. Like, for me, it feels like a moral obligation. Like, it's not like, oh, did you know BPA are in Mm -hmm. those sippy cups? It's not that. It's, hey, your child can die if Mm -hmm. this is used incorrect. Like, this should not be used because... I'm just going to give this example. Like if the kid's in a crib and you use a bumper, the child could suffocate. So it's one of those like accessory things. That's not it specifically. But if you use this accessory, 
every manufacturer of the thing you're using it with, it says, please don't use these. It will basically render ineffective what our, our product that keeps your kids safe. Your kid could die. Here's Meredith says there's a way to handle this. Hey, Meredith, good morning. You're part of the Burt Show. Hi. Yeah, good morning. Um, I was just thinking kind of the same thing of like, I was looking at your registry because I wanted to bring a gift to the party and I saw this and I was really excited because it seemed like something we could use as well, but I found this information out and it's almost like coming at it as I wish I would have known this and I'm so glad that I can give you that information because being a new parent is so hard. Uh Like there is just a way to build that camaraderie of like, I'm coming at this with the safety, but also, like, we're all in this together, and it's hard for mm. all of us, so let's, like, build each other up. Thank you for your help. Yeah, I wouldn't be like, do not, you need to take this off your registry. No, I would no. forward the article that you found, and because, like, I showed you were doing research, you thought about buying this, and make it like, I, I just found this out, thought you should know. And I'm just mad that these things exist. It's so dumb. All right, I'm going to be the bad guy, but maybe it'll help again. <laughs> <laughs> The Burt Show. Homework assignment for us today. Shouldn't take a lot of time at all. You guys know what bucket lists are, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. These are the items that you absolutely got to do before you're dead. Okay, that is your bucket list. Anybody have a bucket list item you want to share? I mean, I have some bucket list locations I want to go to yeah. as far as travel goes. Yeah. Like Greece is there at the top of the list. I want to see the pyramids in Egypt so bad. Pigeon Forge. <laughs> that one I checked off. Oh, you did? You yeah, did that one? I checked that one off the list. Yeah. Bucket list. Northern Lights oh, for me. God, yes. yes. And pro- probably in Iceland, but honestly, it doesn't matter where it's from. I just really want to see the Northern Lights. And then oh. I want to take a train. There's a train, sleeper car train that goes all throughout South America. Oh, I don't want to take that so too. Fun. And then a safari in, in Africa. Oh, and yes, then yes, that's yes. it. Yes, oh. yes, yes. That one too. Yeah. Bucket list. That's on mine too. Safari in Africa for sure. Um, a live football game in a Latin country and, and mm-hmm. bungee jump. Ooh. Bungee jump. Yep. Oh, we could do we that. We can make one. that happen. Yeah, we can. Well, I mean, Not in a rush, though. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, uh, <laughs> why did I didn't say that for the Rewind. football game? <laughs> no one was excited to get me to the football game. <laughs> He's over here like, and Kristen want to go on an African safari, too. Can't we all do that together? Right. <laughs> Live from the savannah. <laughs> Abby, your bucket list item. Um, I would really like for a man to like me back, actually. <laughs> <laughs> That's the problem. I think it's you liking them back. That's true. I, I, yeah, I would like to have feelings for a man. That's on my bucket list. Okay. <laughs> and go to London. That'd be sick. <laughs> One of those two things. One of those two things. Interchangeable. Yes, Tommy. I have bucket list concerts. Okay. Stevie Wonder's at the top of my list. All right. All right. Okay. I've never seen him. That it? That's it? Yep. Okay. That's it. Yeah. Um... I want to, um, there are a couple of locations around the world now where you can camp out on the side of mountains. That's not a bucket list. That is a death wish. No, it's not. <laughs> so they literally, they have the tents on the mm-hmm. side of the mountains now. So there's nothing underneath you. What? Have you yeah. seen these? You're no. hanging off yeah. the side. It's not like on a cliff edge. You're literally like the tent is what, like, um, with the carabiners or whatever, like, yeah. rotted into the side of the mountain. <laughs> yep. You're hanging. So if you sleepwalk, you sleepwalk to your bed. On a tent? Yes. It's like In a, a tent. Uh-huh. No way. Amazing, <laughs> right? All right, so forget about bucket lists. Those are common. There is a new trend now called anti-bucket list. Things you do not want to do before you die. Oh, yes, because this is an anti-bucket list. Stuff that you don't ever want to do. You again. never want no. to do it again. I would be happy if I never saw another opera again. Okay. What would be on your anti-bucket uh, list? I never want to milk a cow again. <laughs> My grandfather was a farmer in Shropshire, and he once oh. showed me how you milk a cow by hand, and it kills your hands, and you walk around like that for hours afterwards, never right. again.
All right, so, so all of us have to come in tomorrow with five things that we never want to do again. Again. In our lives. <laughs> okay. So it's something we've done. Don't want to do it again. Never want to do it again. Like watch that Naked Attraction show. <laughs> <laughs> You'll never do that ever again. Okay. Okay? Well, or it can be just things that you never, ever want to do in your life. Well, those are two different things. Okay. Okay. Well, you can mix it up. We can okay. really get crazy here, Kristen. You could have both on your list. I, I like specific rules. <laughs> All right. I need specific specific parameters. Create your own parameters. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so is it silly? Because you kind of hear more and more and more now. Uh, men and women in their early to mid-20s making a lifelong decision that they just do not want to have children. Abby is one of those people. That would be me, and I'm getting the sense that I'm not the only person on the show now who has these feelings. Jackson Kim, our new phone screener, is in here. Same thing, 26 years old. You're sure? No kids. Yep, within the last few years, I have officially joined Team No Kids. <laughs> Why? Yes. How did you arrive at this place? <laughs> well, the funny thing is, is for as long as I can remember growing up, it was just always kind of applied or assumed that I would have kids. I just had always thought about that. And then it wasn't until kind of in, within the last couple of years that I've really started thinking about it a little more. And the more and more I think about it, the more and more sure I am that I do not want to go who's, down that path. <laughs> whose kids did you meet? <laughs> <laughs> well, funny you say that. <laughs> um, a lot of my older cousins have started having kids um, within the last like four or five years. And I love these kids to death. You know, I treat them as like my little nieces and nephews. They all love me and it's great. But man, they're a handful. It's and, a lot of work, dude. You know, mm -hmm. I can, I can, you know, do it for a couple hours, you know, every <laughs> once in a while seeing them at, at events. But like thinking about the fact that their parents have to go home with them is a whole other thing. Maybe your timing is better than my dad's. He realized that he didn't want to have kids after <laughs> I was born. <laughs> it's better to come to that realization before rather than... Hey, listen, Cassie and I are on the same page when it comes to this as people who have kids. We're not one of those that are going to be like, you have to do this. No, man, if you don't want to do it, don't do it. I am in, in the Cassie and Kristen camp here. However... I do think when you get older and you find a person that you're going to be with that I'm just saying be open to the idea that you m might evolve into a different place. No, don't. Don't doubt yourself. I, I, I respect you and your wisdom, but I genuinely do. And as a parent, I love the things you do. But being a parent myself as well, my take is... Yes, you could evolve. You could be evolved, but don't do it for a partner for sure, which I don't think you're saying. But mm -hmm. like you could evolve into that, but... I tell my friends and people who ask me, unless you actively want children, don't do it because you will have so much resentment for the life that you have lost, for the way thing. It is not for the faint of heart. It is not easy, and it is not something I would want anyone to sign up for unless they were 1,000% wanted to be a parent. Let me just counter you on that for just one second before Abby gets in on this, is that I was never anti, like I didn't make a decision that I didn't want to have kids, but I think I was a little bit like Kristen's husband, Bart. Like if it happened, great. If it didn't, it's all right also, right? I was never anti, but then as I got older and realized like I was much more open to it than I would have been in my... You just change so much in every aspect of your life from your 20s to your 30s to your 40s that making this hard decision at 26, I'm just saying be open to being a different person when you're like 30. My mom says the exact same thing, but more specifically about finding a partner. Every time somebody brings it up, like, 
uh, at my live podcast event, a listener came up and asked my mom, how do you feel about the fact that your daughter doesn't want to have kids? And she goes, I respect her decision, but I do think when she meets that person, her mind's going to change. And every time she says that, she just digs the hole a little deeper <laughs> because when she says that, what I hear is, I'm going to fall victim to the ooey gooey love hormones that are going to make me want to have kids with someone just because I'm so in love with them. And it makes me put up more walls because I'm like, well, I don't want mm-hmm. hormones to change <laughs> my entire life. So I'm interested because as I understand it, maybe this is a stereotype, but in the Asian culture and Korean culture, that is a big deal. Family is a very, very big deal. So have you run this idea by your parents yet? Yeah, this was something that I definitely tread lightly on. Um, <laughs> family has is definitely very important. The whole motto of my entire life growing up has always been like family first, family always comes first. And then like carrying on your lineage is like an, a very important thing, you know? Um, it wasn't until I actually met my current partner where she's also on the same train as me where I was like, okay, well, if this relationship has legs, then like we're going to go down this path of ha- not having kids, you know? And I have brought it up to my mom. And at first she was gave the same exact advice that you're giving now that I've heard a million times, like, don't make any rash decisions now. You might change your mind later. Like, give it some time, that kind of thing. Um, But she's also made it very clear that she doesn't want me to, like, talk to my little sister about this because she's like, you know, she follows everything that you do. She's basically a little mini-me, and um, she doesn't want me to, like, implant these (laughs) thoughts in your head, basically. So, I mean, Abby, I was not exactly in the same boat as you, but um, in my late 20s, I wasn't adamant I wasn't having kids, but I didn't know if I wanted them. I was very much on the fence, take it or leave it kind of deal. And then as I got a little bit older and I (laughs) saw my husband around kids, um, not my husband at the time, my boyfriend around kids, something happened. (laughs) And I just want to prepare you (laughs) that when you do find the man, and you will, when you find the right man and you see him interacting with the child, this could be your fate. This Yeah, I'm going to get an extinguisher before I get a relationship. <laughs> I saw Bart hold a baby, and I literally felt my ovaries go, whoa, 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 whoa. So just, yeah. It could happen. It could, it happen. could happen. But, girl, if you don't want to, don't do it. Jackson, if you don't want to, don't do it. Look, we don't. We already made a decision that a dog is too much to take care of. A, a kid is going to be a whole other thing. You know? Get a cactus. The Bird Show. Time to get buzzed on the hot goss from Hollywood with Abby. It's the Bird Show's entertainment buzz. Cardi B thinks that there are some ghosts in our house. There's some ghosts in our house. <laughs> I see what you did. I like it. It's spooky season. Wait, well played. Well played. <laughs> so anyway, Cardi B thinks that a ghost in her house wants a little WAP action because she's been hearing some some sounds in her L.A. home. So I go and I take a shower and I get out the shower and I lay on my bed. I start hearing a zzz, like a fly sound, right? I told my driver to go get one of those things that you kill a fly with, the sh- 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 whatever spatula you kill the fly. I don't see the fly nowhere. I called my security guard to tell the other security guard that's outside to come in my house to hear the sound. Tell me how the sound is gone. 
The word is fly swatter. That, that, is. that would yeah. be. Yeah. She, she has rebranded it to swat, swat, swat. Swat. And then I think she called it a fly spatula after that. <laughs> She's going to be flipping it on the grill. Well, anyway, so she thinks that there's this ghost in her house, and she started to notice that this spirit only happens at her L.A. house, and it's only when her husband, Offset, is gone, and she thinks it's for a very spicy reason. I feel like if I go to sleep, the ghost is going to f- <laughs> because he wants me and I'm just so disoriented because I'm so alone in this house with this ghost that clearly wants to me because he only comes around when I'm here and by myself. <laughs> clearly, the clearly. ghost is sending mm-hmm. sending her signals. People have talked about that, though, on those ghost hunter shows that they feel like they've had intimate experiences with ghosts. I think Kesha said she made love to a ghost, didn't yeah. she? Bobby Brown had one, too. He said him and the ghost was getting it on a few nights. Really? Uh-huh. He's uh, pretty high there for a while. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he's great song. song. Be one hell of a song to come out, though, about um, you know getting it on with the ghost, though. So, hope that Hope it happens consensually, Cardi does, B. Does that increase your number? Your body count? It, no, because yeah, there's body no body. Count. Oh. <laughs> That's a Jones. good call. Yeah, it's it a roll, folks. <laughs> it's a good break. Yeah. But your spirit account goes up, so you, you have sex with the spirit. Anyway, you don't should, ignore yeah. I said that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let's talk about Chevrolet Chase. Okay, so. Chevrolet. <laughs> <laughs> That's his full name. His anyway. name is Chevrolet? <laughs> no, no, it's not. It's not. not. <laughs> it is now. His real name is Cornelius. His middle name is Cornelius Relay. Crane. Chase. Oh. What is happening? <laughs> During, what is happening? <laughs> During oh the break. It is. It Chevy is? Chase's real name is Cornelius Crane Chase. Seriously? Yeah. During That's the break. That's so corny. Andy, oh my God. Abby <laughs> 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 just telling me what clip she wants to use. That's horny for the corny. <laughs> and she says, uh, Chevy Chase. <laughs> <laughs> Did she really? It's pronounced it's Chevy. What Chevy, Chevy, Chevrolet. It's all the same to me. Ceviche Chase. Yes, he needs to keep his mouth shut. He's salty. He's been salty for a while. Yeah. yeah, so he's going on the record and talking about the show that he was fired from for allegedly using a racial slur. Didn't Donald Glover come out straight up and say that like Chevy Chase was total racist? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't hear about it. And I guess that's why said. he's using like mm-hmm. words like those people. Oh, makes sense. <laughs> those people. He's a little salty and a little bitter and it just, I don't know, it's not a good look. I mean, you were fired from the show and now you're going to talk smack about him? Like, mm, okay, Chevrolet. Uh, <laughs> go back to the car dealership, sh- Chevy. Okay, uh, in sync, they were talking about their reunion, and if you had to guess which, what reunion? But, you know, there like, has not been. getting back together they're, and creating uh, the banger that will be in the Trolls movie. <laughs> this, future, this future Grammy award winning song that they're going to put out. I want whatever you took uh, right before this right? you guys. She's so excited about this Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey thing that's is going that on. It's it elevated her game. Yeah. I'm excited. You're so excited. About about NSYNC? Mm-hmm. Those are lyrics from the song, in case you were wondering. Oh. From the Troll song, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's all just come off. Yep. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Anyway, Cassie, who do you think cried when they first got back together for this Troll song? Ooh, Joey. Justin Timberlake. You think Justin's the crybaby out of all of them? Yes. Really? Why? He just gives me those vibes. <laughs> also, he's like the only one, if he cries, it doesn't look mm-hmm. desperate. And I'm not trying to, oh, I'm not yeah. trying to knock him. I went to the follower accounts just out of interest. So InSync on Insta has like 1.5. The guys all have like 400,000 or less, except for Lance, which has one mil. Mm-hmm. Justin has 71 million. Yeah. 
And Taylor Swift has 273 million for a perspective, but like, I'm like, cool. If he cries, it's cute and nostalgic. If like Joey Fatone cries, it's because <laughs> it's finally he's getting some income for his bank account that he really needed. Like, it just doesn't hit the same. For more stories, head to thebirdshow.com. Click eBuzz. The Bird Show. Maybe she gets a knock on the door and it's the neighbor and she's thinking, oh, I probably need help moving or something like that. Nope. Nope, 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 nope. Very interested in a threesome. And she's not exactly sure what to do with this info. She's kind of intrigued by the idea. This is the trifecta of threesomes, because I think this is like literally the third email we've gotten recently about people wanting to get their brown chicken brown. We have a threesome of threesomes? Yep. I wonder if people are just talking about it more now, Mm. or I don't know, blame it on Fauci. (laughs) (laughs) What? Seems like an easy target. Are you calling this a virus? <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Bird Show, longtime P1 and Bird Show BS subscriber here. Thank you. I'm a single mom. I divorced a few years ago, and sometime after, I moved out of state and purchased a new home in a wonderful neighborhood. The neighbors were all very welcoming when we moved in, and most families had children or grandchildren the same age as my children, which made the transition smooth for them as well. All in all, we've acclimated quite well despite my introverted personality. Soon after the move, a nearby family invited us over for lunch. It went great. Nice family, easy to talk to and down to earth, but likely due to my shy personality, the friendship never blossomed beyond a wave in passing and or small talk at school events. To distance us further, months after the dinner, I suffered a medical issue that required I isolate and focus on myself for quite some time. The neighbor would periodically check in via text to see how I was, of which I always replied, but I never elaborated. I was down on myself for many reasons, and the isolation took a toll on my mental and physical health. Fast forward to now. The medical issue has resolved, and my mental state has improved nearly to where it was before. I'm still very introverted and and significantly more self-conscious of my physical appearance than before the incident, but doing well overall. And wouldn't you know it, my neighbor reached out again. I felt well enough to have their family over for dinner, dessert, and drinks this past week, and all went well. Perhaps too well. The alcohol was flowing. She and I became more comfortable with each other and began sharing X-rated thoughts, likes, and desires, etc. I mean, as one does. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Second time having a meet-up with a neighbor. This is how this happens on the internet all the time. (laughs) This is how it all starts. Mm -hmm. She bashfully admitted that both she and her husband had been interested in furthering our friendship since I'd moved in. No wonder she's been making sure to keep Mm -hmm. in touch. Mm -hmm. She wants to touch it. She went further to tell me their preference in quote unquote music goes way beyond duets to include trios, whole orchestras, and even swapping instruments all together. (laughs) I love that people have really taken this playing piano to a whole new level. Swapping instruments is different. Hold on a second here. I want to interpret exactly what this is because now I'm a little confused. Yes. Okay. Uh, All right. No strings attached. A French uh, occasional piano playing. That's the thing that we refer to as sex when we think we have kids listening. Yep. Uh, Both separately and together. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. I think we get that. In trios. I said, yes, of course. I'd like to get to know them more, but I explained that I was right. Trios. What else we got going on here? Um, Whole orchestras. Whole orchestras. I think that's Mm -hmm. another thing that starts with an O. Yep. Yep. Mm -hmm. So that's a whole bunch of people involved on that one. Or maybe a lot of instruments that happen to buzz. Yeah. I think it probably starts with an O and ends with a Y. That's what we're saying. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But, you know, yeah. Anyway. There is a part of me that really wishes I could be that sexually uninhibited. I know I could never be, but just be able to do that. We can't even watch so, a show about nudity. I know. Let <laughs> be a part of an orgy. It must be so liberating. <laughs> but what's the swapping instruments all together? Um, like, 
you just take yours off and give it to somebody else. <laughs> that's because that's what it sounds I think like. it means swapping partners. <laughs> but then wouldn't that be a trio's doing it together? Okay. All three of you together. Got it. So that would be like like swingers. Got it. And I, I think that's what that means. That makes sense. So. Okay. Yeah. So basically she asked if I'd be interested in joining them soon. No strings attached. A friendship with occasional pa- piano playing with the two of them, both separately and together. And I said, yes, of course. I'd like to get to know them more. But I explained that if the vibe was right, the setup sounded ideal. My take is, although I'm introverted, after a few dinners getting to know them and a few glasses of wine to loosen me up, I'd partake. But should I? What could go wrong? <laughs> it won't be the first trio for any of us. And although I don't feel 100% about my physical appearance at this moment, apparently they do. And maybe it'll help improve my self-esteem as well as bring enjoyment. So what are your opinions? Should I avoid it altogether? I really miss the emotional intimacy of a friendship and the thrill of an occasional trio can't sound much more appealing. Should I put them off until my self-esteem is 100%? Should that even play a part in my decision? Should living within the same neighborhood affect my decision? Thanks in advance. Um, I have no experience, little experience in this area. So I will say this, is that I'm assuming if you're going into a situation like this, that there has to be complete honesty and trust when you're going into it. So I think that if she is honest with the other couple and says, this is how I'm feeling about my body right now. I don't know if I'm ready. I think they would accept that. And then I think you should all go and get your freak on. <laughs> but it's a neighbor. So, so if things do go awry, now it's awkward in your neighborhood. You can always move. <laughs> <laughs> There's realtors for a reason. <laughs> yeah, if I was into this type of thing, that would be my only hold back. Yeah. Neighbors. Too close to home. Life if it goes literally. wrong, Life like short, literally though. too close to home. Life is short. She's got this fantasy. And he is not. she's got this fantasy she's ready to do it she's always going to think about it yes the neighbor thing is definitely makes it riskier Mm -hmm. is he right next door do you have to see them all the time but damn life is short i mean it's a subtle flex that this person said that it wouldn't be the first trio for them so i mean like you know what you're getting into this ain't your first rodeo so Mm -hmm. take that into account when you're making your decision what are you guys saying yes or no Yes, and please write us and tell us how it went. (laughs) (laughs) Cass. Do it, do it, do it. Sounds like she really wants to do it. So go ahead. Don't let us hold you back. Do your thing. Do it, tape it, then send it to us. Please switch. Wait, tape it. it. Yes. Abby wants box seats. Thanks for listening. Get more Bird Show fix at thebirdshow.com or follow us on social media at The Bird Show.